Well, good afternoon, Hirschbachers. Brian Colwis here. I've got uh, Dan Wallace, our president, and uh, Joe Carberg, our director of safety, with us here today. Uh, shooting live from uh, Kerper Boulevard at the uh, headquarters here at Hirschbach today. So a couple things we want to talk about to bring you up to speed. Uh, Dan's going to give us a quick business update. We're in, uh, in our busy season, right, Dan? We sure are. And uh, after that, we're going to talk about uh, some things we're changing in, on the uh, personal conveyance here at our business. We've uh, looked at that policy. It's rather old, the one that we have, and uh, outdated. And uh, we want to give you folks some more flexibility out there. So uh, we'll talk about what's changing, what's not changing. And then uh, Joe's going to close us out with some uh, winter driving techniques and some things to look out for before that white stuff starts to uh, fall. So that's the agenda for today. Dan, why don't you tell us what's going on yeah, in the business? Well, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, we got through the Thanksgiving holiday pretty unscathed. We had a pretty good week. Took care of our drivers, took care of our customers, uh, and did it safely. Uh, so... Pretty much, I would say that uh, week was uh, successful. Uh, we came back out uh, Monday, kind of get back to normal business. The business is strong. Uh, we've got uh, freight in all sectors of our business. Uh, we've got opportunities in, in, in over the road, dedicated spot uh, on a daily business. We're looking at and evaluating at new business. Uh, so really, our real focus from now until Christmas is just to execute uh, you know, the next couple of weeks will really, really uh, predict where we're going to do in, in December uh, because that, that week rolling into Christmas and then that week between uh, Christmas and New Year's is always a challenge. So uh, work with your driver managers. Let's make sure we get your, uh, get your travel plans down and your time offs uh, prearranged and uh, everything will be good. But uh, business overall is very strong. So thank you for being, being out there. All right. Thanks, Dan. Um, we are changing our personal conveyance policy. Uh, before I go into that, I want to talk about what's not changing. Uh, first of all, what's not changing is no matter what, you need to listen to your body out there and listen to uh, uh, your sleeping habits. If you feel tired, sleepy, drowsy, if you've been at it a long day, no matter what your clock says, no matter what uh, um, line you're on on your logbook, you need to pull over and, and get some rest. So th that's not changing, obviously. Uh, the other thing that's not changing is the law. Uh, the law uh, on personal conveyance um, is, is pretty simple. Uh, basically, you can't use it to do anything on behalf of Hirschbach. Uh, you can do it for anything for personal use. That's why they call it personal conveyance. For example, you can't use it to uh, deliver a load or move your trailer in a, in a direction of, of where you're delivering to. You can't use it in a way to move your truck towards a shipper where you're going to pick up a load. Uh, you can't use it in a way that uh, you're going to a shop to get work done on your truck, things like that. You got to think to yourself when you're in, going into personal conveyance, am I driving this vehicle as if I would my personal vehicle? That's, that's a good, good uh, gut check when you're using personal conveyance. Um, you can use it to go home. Um, you can use it when you get forced off the property of a shipper uh, or a receiver. If they kick you off the property, uh, you now can use personal conveyance to get to the very uh, closest uh, next uh, legal and safe place to park. So um, you can use it while you're loaded. You can use it uh, while your trailer's empty. You can use it while you're bobtailing. Those things aren't changing. Um, what is changing is how Hirschbach uses it. And what we're going to allow you to do is, uh, let me back up, the current policy that we're doing away with allows you to drive up to 50 miles. Anything longer than that, you need approval from safety. 
Uh, we're doing away with the mile requirement. Instead, we're going to do it on a time-based requirement. So basically, you're going to be allowed to use uh, personal conveyance in one of two ways. You don't get to use them both in the same shift. You get to pick one or the other. The first way is you get to use your, your entire up to your entire 14-hour clock uh, for personal conveyance. So if you start your clock at 8 o'clock in the morning um, and drive straight through uh, your 11 hours with your half-hour break, uh, you're done at 7.30 that evening. Um, you can drive on personal conveyance up until 10 o'clock that night. At that time, you need to shut down. Um, and if you do that, um, you know, if you do choose that fashion, that gives you two and a half hours of personal conveyance uh, to get on home. Uh, that's one of the main reasons you would be using that is to help get, get you home to your family and loved ones. Uh, you can use that option. The other option is, let's say you've started your 10-hour break, you can use personal conveyance for up to one hour during your 10-hour break. Um, and you can use that uh, in, different, in different sections. So let's say you use 20 minutes to drive to Walmart. Uh, you can stop it and then use the additional 40 minutes at some other time during your 10-hour break. So you can use one or the other. You can't use them both during a 24-hour period or during a 24-hour shift. Um, but you can use one of those, one or the other during those times. So hopefully that gives you some flexibility. Uh, the reason this came up was uh, we were looking at a way, uh, primarily on our dedicated accounts, to help drivers get home at the end of the week. And this is a way that uh, is going to allow them to legally and safely uh, allow them to get home to see their family and loved ones. So hopefully this gives you a little bit more flexibility out there. Again, our expectation is that uh, you listen to your body uh, follow the law. Oh, and I should also add too, if you do need more time than that, um, this is what you get without having to have our permission. If you do need more time than that, you can call into safety or the logs department and they can, uh, they can help guide you through and maybe give you some extra time if they feel it's appropriate. So um, hopefully that gives you more flexibility and uh, allows you to get home to your family, especially during the holidays and especially during these winter times when um, you're slowed down a little bit because of the weather out there. So uh, Joe, why don't you give them some examples of what they can and can't do on uh, personal conveyance? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, basically, you know, you hit it pretty succinctly, Brian. Anything that you would do that would be considered work-related, uh, that's the kind of first question to ask. Is there anything that I'm doing that is furthering the business of Hirschbach? If you're doing anything like that, then you would consider that to be improper use. Some examples would be, you know, going to a shop, uh, going to a trailer washout, going to get fuel, um, you know, even if maybe you're not under dispatch, but, you know, your, your DM is asking you to, to move a trailer around as a favor, something like that. So anything you're doing at the company's direction would be considered improper use. Uh, proper use would be, you know, going to the doctor, going to a dentist appointment, going to the store to get groceries, uh, going home. Those are all proper uh, PC uses in those instances. The one time you might need to be careful is say you're going to get groceries. And, you know, you have your next pickup and your next pickup just happens to be right across the street from the grocery store. If you're heading in the direction of that customer, even though you intend to do something for personal use, but then, you know, work is just right on the other end of that, uh, you would not be able to use PC in that instance. So that's one one instance where drivers might make that mistake where, uh, you know, they're headed somewhere for personal use and it's also advancing that load or advancing the, the needs of the business. Uh, so you got to make sure... In, in either of those cases, if something is it furthering the needs of the business that uh, you're not using PC in that case. And uh, if you're ever not sure, make sure to contact your logs team or your safety team to make sure that, you know, if you have any questions, uh, we can do a pretty good job clearing that stuff up for you to make sure you're, you're, you're flying straight uh, as far as PC use goes. 
Yeah, so uh, um, I always tell folks, you folks live in the black and white. If it's something that's in the gray, call us and let us give you some direction. So mm -hmm. the black and white is use it for personal use and personal use only. If you find yourself in a situation where you're not sure, just pick up the phone and call. Uh, we're getting really good at picking up the phone around here 24 hours a day. So mm -hmm. happy to happy to guide you through things. So, all right, Joe, let's talk about some winter winter uh, weather updates. Well, and, before, uh, before we move on, uh, maybe... Uh, Maybe talk about the rollout a little bit, how we're going to get the policy pushed out there and training yeah. and stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Um, it's not going to stop with this podcast talking about this. Um, before the end of the day, uh, every driver is going to get a note uh, on their uh, Transflow system, on their, on their ELD device. Mm -hmm. uh, we're also going to do some additional training in-house as well. Um, and also push this out on some social media platforms to make yep. sure we get uh, drivers aware. In-house, we're going to be training all the all the operations personnel on personal conveyance, basically give them the same training that uh, we've given all of you, and uh, make sure people are up to speed with the new policy out there. So mm -hmm. that's our intent over the next couple of days and couple of weeks to make sure that uh, this is rolled out properly. And all new drivers in orientation will uh, get the new policy and be trained on that as well. So. Yep. No, I just uh, want to add that, uh, you know, it's a great um, option at many times for, for all of our drivers to use, uh, but do not abuse it. Uh, we're, we're opening up this policy to more basically of a more liberal interpretation of the rulemaking process. Uh, we think we're very much within the DOT guidelines, but please keep in mind that, that there are still DOT regulations that that regulate this and don't take advantage of it, okay? It's a great opportunity to give yourself some flexibility, but the rules are the rules. Very well said. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, winter weather. Uh, you know, we're into December now, so uh, those of you who haven't experienced any winter weather, it's it's coming right around the corner. Uh, we do have our weather task force up and running, so some of you, if you're in the Michigan area, uh, Sunday night going into Monday, uh, you might have received a call or a message from the from the weather task force. But uh, uh, in preparation, we do have some additional training that's available for all drivers out on Luma. Uh, you can get to it from the Hirschbach app. If you're having trouble finding it, give your give your safety team a call. Um, but there's I believe seven modules on winter training in there where, uh, you know, they range in time from anywhere five minutes to about 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, overall takes about an hour to move through the whole thing, but it gives a lot of good, uh, techniques, a lot of good guidance on how to navigate through the winter. Um, just some bullet points, basically, you know, using your safe six. So number one, get ready, make sure that, you know, BK talked about, Listen to the signs of your body. Make sure that before you get on the road that day that you're feeling up to it, that you're not uh, feeling ill or tired or fatigued or having trouble keeping your focus. Uh, you know, keep an eye on the weather. Know what the weather looks like, where you're currently at, where you're going to be heading to, and, you know, an eye on everything in between. So uh, you know what to expect when you get on the road. Um, you know, reduce risk. Make the choice whether or not you're going to drive that day. If the weather looks rough or you're not feeling 100%, make sure that you are making that call to stay put if you don't feel confident and being able to drive safely that day. Just make sure if you do make that call to communicate as soon as you can um, so your operations team can make, make arrangements. Uh, right speed. Make sure you're always going the speed limit in ideal conditions. If conditions are less than ideal, uh, make sure you slow down. So if the weather starts to go, precipitation's coming down, make sure you reduce your speed, uh, open up your following distance, 
pick the right right space. You know, that starts with a minimum seven-second following distance uh, if that's in ideal conditions. So if there's snow or rain or ice or sleet or heavy traffic conditions, make sure you're increasing that distance to give yourself enough time to uh, slow down and stop if you, if you need to. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean, if you have any questions on that, I think I hit most of them there. Well, just, uh, I know it probably goes without saying, but, uh, you know, this time of year... Be, be very, very cautious of the uh, overpasses, the bridge, mm-hmm. the on and off ramps. Yep. This past Saturday here in Dubuque, uh, both bridges were closed. We had a little, just a touch of ice. Um, and, you know, a truck tractor actually jackknifed and hit one of our ops directors. Fortunately, very fortunately, she wasn't hurt uh, badly. But, uh, you know, those overpasses and bridges... Um, and on-off ramps are always treacherous uh, uh, first part of this part of the season. So be very be very cautious on that. Yeah, and looking out for those signs of uh, you know where ice tends to form first, old bridges, overpasses. That's you know the air being able to circulate underneath those areas are going to cool faster, and uh, when roads are wet, they'll freeze over a lot more quickly. Um, it's probably another kind of old school thing, but. Uh, Big believer, and uh, I know we're, we, everyone loves cruise control. It's better mm-hmm. for fuel. But if you're in intermittent conditions, kick that cruise off. Yep. Run it on your pedal. Uh, big believer in that. That's what I do my cars and tell my kids to do. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Well, it makes a lot of sense, um, folks. And the reason we do this, obviously, is, is because we care about all of you and we care about those that you share the roadway with, and it's our job as uh, – um, professional operators out there to get home safely and get those that travel around us home safely as well. So, uh, Dan, any final words? No, just a big shout out to everyone. We had a got a great month going. We're going to finish the year very strong and uh, roll into 2022 uh, with a big wind at our back. So be safe, take care. Appreciate everything you do.